0: hello everyone welcome back to just the facts podcast with your hosts anastasia and ashley this is episode three of the podcast. We are so excited to have our guest today, Ashley. Do you want to tell the listeners a little bit more about who we'll be having? Yeah, um, he's a very good
1: friend of mine, Fabricio Capano. He is the first South American to have a Netflix special he's from Chile, and he's hilarious. So I'm really excited.
0: Yeah, and he's definitely accomplished more than we have so far.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, this. He has- story. He's been in it for a while, so it's going to be interesting to hear
0: from him. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a treat. This week has been crazy. Ashley, how is your money doing?
1: Not as good as Reddit users, apparently.
0: So sad. I didn't jump on the train. Oh my goodness. I know. It's wild. I mean, the thing is, a lot of people have made a lot of money between all these different stocks on Robinhood and all these different platforms. But there's also all like Dogecoin and all these other cryptocurrencies blew up. I mean, the internet has too much power, (laughs) to be honest. It
1: does. And I love it. I love that we're eating the rich, but not the way that people thought. Like physically, we're eating them through their pockets. Hey, I'm here for (laughs) the idea that they're all crying. And because they can't pay the mortgage on their yacht. Like that's so funny to me. Repo. (laughs) (laughs) Well, GameStop became the number one stock, thanks to Reddit users, and people have gained thousands and some millions, and uh, you could say they made all their money back from trading in that store, so it's a (sighs)
0: win-win. That's, you know, I actually never trade a game at GameStop, so I don't feel like like a true American. I mean, that's
1: literally one of the only ways you could make money as a kid, was that, or sell (laughs) candy at school. I don't
0: know. (laughs) The kids who sold candy at school actually ended up all being, like, big salespeople or in MLMs, for the people I know. (laughs) It's, like, one of the two. What, how did your pushy sales tactics as a kid take you into adulthood
1: <laughs> I went the emotional route I knew that people wanted to let other kids know that they had a crush on them so I would be like okay I will send as, a, as a, an admirer or, or if you wanted to tell them that it was from you with a candy cane and you won't believe how many guys and girls would be like yeah, send so-and-so a candy cane there in this period and I I would just go and I didn't even care. I would be like, oh, hi, I'm just here to drop off candy.
0: <laughs> wow. I mean, I did something like that through student government, but it was, I mean, I definitely had a lot less tea than you did. Like, I think you, oh, I knew, who you I knew every-
1: <laughs> how I'm old were you I at this age? At lunch. <laughs> at lunch in PE was when I would do it the most.
0: How old were you?
1: I was in the seventh grade. So I was like... <laughs>
0: 13? 13? Yeah. 13? Yeah. Candy canes. Okay. But candy canes may not seem like was such a bad idea because, like, Tootsie Roll was one of the stocks that had a raise during know. this time. It's,
1: it's so crazy. I mean, uh, so a few memorable mentions. We have Express Inc., AMC Theaters, Blockbuster Video, GameStop, of course, Nokia. Build-A-Bear, Blackberry, Bed Bath and & Beyond, and Tootsie Roll.
0: I mean. Who knew that Tootsie Roll had a stock? I mean, that. I, mean, I wish I was, I knew. Oh my God. Um, oh. <laughs> my <laughs> light
1: just fell for everyone that's listening. And that's why I just had a panic attack. Um, okay. I think we're Okay.
0: Calm um, collective energy. That's what I've learned about training a dog. Just keep, keep things yeah, I calm. Buy something now.
1: <laughs> uh, so AMC, uh, we all know also gained 250% in the market, saving the company. I mean, since the pandemic and everything that's been happening this past year. As we all know, Trolls in the Movie was the first to officially pull the plug and stream on their own network, um, which, of course, cost them millions. Um, From DreamWorks, Trolls, you could say, was then saved by Internet Trolls. AMC probably stands for almost making cash.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's it's so remarkable how they were able to save amc i mean i saw all these things a couple weeks ago saying like oh amc is going to close but nope we got it uh someone who's been a big critic though of the whole robin hood pulling because robin hood the platform the train platform Cancelled a lot of people's accounts and restricted yeah. them from trading because they took part in this, um, including a very high profile people like Barstool Sports founder Dave Portnoy. Uh, he actually it's funny because I've been seeing him talking about everything everywhere. I mean, he is a hot button ticket for these conservative talk shows like Tucker Carlson and all of stuff. I feel like he's gearing up for a presidential run. You know, Mm -hmm. first he started the Barstool Relief Fund, which raised millions of dollars to help close businesses. Um, And it was kind of to counter because he's kind of conservative is to counter the indoor dining being closed. Mm. But now he's hitting Fox News like every single week. But then he is denying that he's going to run for president. Mm. And most people don't believe him because he literally identifies himself as the presidente but he could just be referring to the shitty beer i don't know (laughs) even though five percent beer seems about right for a guy who started a frat boy blog so (laughs) literally (laughs) watered down piss beer is very on brand that is on brand for him But, you know, the thing is, he has been doing this really fun and it's been awesome. He's raised a lot of money. So, um, you know, even though he's conservative, I do think that he has some things that have met people in the middle there. So that's nice. But indoor dining is reopening soon in New York. Uh, It's actually going to be resuming on Valentine's Day. Because New York really needs people to fuck to get their population back. Am I right, Ashley? You left New York.
1: <laughs> well, I might go back now. <laughs> well, actually, they opened up last night here. Uh, I'm sorry. Saturday, they opened up the uh, outdoor dining. And it's so funny. I'll tell you this quick story. Uh you know just being in LA it's a different vibe very money centered city and I remember walking to a restaurant and I see a group of people and there was a dollar on the sidewalk and it felt like someone from the group threw the dollar on the floor to see who's poor enough to grab the dollar and only LA will make you feel poor for picking up a dollar on the street. I want to go oh on record God. by saying I did not pick up the dollar. I was pregnant.
0: Girl, you didn't pick up the bills. <laughs> I didn't pick
1: up the bills. You'd be a bad I stripper. Like it was a setup. It was, it was a setup.
0: <laughs> You'd be a bad stripper. You always go for the bills. I mean, it's not Trump shame. just that paper.
1: <laughs> Speaking of shame, <laughs> a video resurfaced this week of uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor mocking the Parkland survivor, David Hogg. Back in
0: 2019.
1: Mm, bad luck. Um, it's been reported that she. Uh, also still chases him around the halls of Congress it's like some weird episode of Tom and Jerry and just like Tom she's completely useless and it's all, she's only in it for herself and imagine I, get, I can only imagine her at a comedy club she would be trying to heckle everyone like hey you you were a waitress I don't care if you have a your a shitty job it's your fault that you chose to work here I don't know where citizen, I deserve the right to the second amendment. I carry a gun for protection. Where's
0: my mozzarella sticks. Yeah. I can only imagine her at a comedy show because I've met so many people who are like that specifically at comedy shows. I remember I did it. I remember I did a show in Naples and I was talking about being a Russian immigrant and my whole experience, all that stuff. And the whole takeaway that the people got were just like yeah screw communism oh the democrats are trying to make that happen too um so actually it feels like a perfect setting congressmen's at comedy shows (laughs) i feel like that's the next comedian's cars getting coffee you just have um (laughs) congressman come on (laughs) (laughs) you just have like all the, the you know like marjorie taylor going with like AOC to get a cup of coffee. I mean, I would watch it to really see how that gets going.
1: <laughs> I I would definitely tune in.
0: Oh my goodness. But, the, you know, I was talking about like Naples people and all that side of Florida. And that's how Florida is getting super hyped. They're gearing up for a Super Bowl right now. Yeah. yeah. Sports. Uh, the Super Bowl matchup is on. It's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Tampa Bay, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. But as many of you know, two players from Tampa Bay, Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady are no strangers to the Super Bowl. In fact, at this point, they've probably seen that field more times than I've seen my grandmother back in Russia. No, oh. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Tickets are expensive. <laughs> I mean to Russia, not the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, what do you call your grandma? Um, babulya
1: babuya
0: oh my god <laughs> many people would think it would be babushka or babushka yes. but it's babulya it's a little bit soft babulya
1: it's babulya bababuy um, well, th- speaking of grandmas, <laughs> the adventures of Doctor Doolittle this week was returned by a can- to a Canadian library, and it was 82 years overdue.
0: Dang, that's basically my grandma's age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like an entire lifetime. Yeah.
1: Well, this guy found it in his attic. It was in his property. And um, he returned it to the library. Being a good Canadian citizen, he went to the library, returned this old book. It was like $3,000 in late fees. Um, They, of course, uh, reported that his property was being haunted. And as soon as he returned the book, it stopped. So... Mm-hmm. I would <laughs> like to think that we live in a world where a late library book causes a Canadian to haunt a property for eternity. I don't know.
0: <laughs> that seems on brand for Canada. It's like I, when I watched Shit's <laughs> Creek, Oh yeah. But <laughs> I watched Jim's Creek, like everything's so wholesome. Like they never make a big deal about their son being gay. Like an American plot line would be like, we're kicking him out. We're doing this thing, like rah, 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 rah. but like in Canada, they're like, we don't care, whatever. Want some syrup? Exactly. Want some syrup? Uh, you might need it to your assless chaps. Um <laughs> Coca-Cola, food, syrups, uh, something that has a lot of sugary syrup, Mm. Coca-Cola, is flicking beans across America. And those are coffee beans, to be precise. (laughs) Coca-Cola is launching Coca-Cola with coffee. And for this new product, the CEO plans to replace their polar bear mascot with a hungover PR coordinator who's just trying to make it in the city.
1: Is it gonna replace
0: Samantha on Sex and the City? Justice for Samantha, okay.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Justice for Samantha. She turned down ten million dollars because you know the story that she wanted. She told them, "I want three movies because someone in my in my age, like they don't, you simply don't get a lot of jobs." And she was like, "I want the, these three movies to be made after I make this." And I'm like, mm, "No," and she said. Mm, bye
0: bye well it's you know i think that it's sometimes tough to do the thing to to comply so hopefully she gets a bigger opportunity she had another show that she was doing on fox yeah. but it got canceled yeah um mm. But, uh, you know, things are still sexy this year. Valentine's Day is coming up. Kraft is releasing a mac and cheese for Valentine's Day. That's pink and it tastes like candy. I'm already looking forward to their March St. Patty's Day edition. Because it's just going to be green and it's going to taste like watered down beer and regrets. El Presidente! But green!
1: (laughs) watered down regrets is probably what this man felt uh, this week he broke the record for eating the most Carolina Reaper chili peppers in under nine in under 90 seconds a man went from breaking records to breaking toilets
0: ouch I feel bad for his butthole <laughs> I mean it like for real that's not immature that's scientific scientific. <laughs> Science. Oh, my goodness. Science has gone too far because there are scientists who don't believe in science anymore, which is pretty insane. A pharmacist in Wisconsin allegedly tried to destroy more than 500 vaccine doses this past week because he believed the vaccine was unsafe, proving that there are long term consequences for skipping school. (laughs) one too too many 420s when he skipped his chem class and boom but I think in Wisconsin they should try to get people more comfortable maybe they could distribute the vaccine with cheese kind of like a wine in New York they could go reverse plague and put the cure in the rats oh my god which is probably more of a better uh, reliable distribution tool than whatever de Blasio is doing yeah. <laughs> in Georgia, it would be in the peaches. And in Florida, it would be in the mollies. Hey. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> well,
1: that wraps up that segment. That was fun. That was a good week, wasn't it, Anna? <laughs> oh, I know, I know. But we have
0: we have so much more show coming up. Um, I'm so excited. I'm very excited.
1: I'm excited too. When we come back, we're going to hear from our friend Fabrizio. Welcome everyone to episode three of Just The Facts. Today we have Fabricio Cobano. He is the very famous Chilean comedian, also American comedian. He's the very first Latin American to have a stand-up special on Netflix. He is accompanied by John Leguizamo. You guys are the only two to have that. So congrats. Oh thank you. You can catch, <laughs> catch his Netflix special it's called Solo Piensa en Me.
2: And yes. also that's the name of my my salsa band.
1: Just, <laughs> oh. It's a one-man <laughs> band. Exactly
2: it's just me with all the instruments at the same time. <laughs> it's very sad it's very sad but I recommend it to everyone. How are you? I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, thank you for um, coming by. We're so excited that, like I said earlier, before we got on into recording, we have been diving into your life because we try to be smart researchers, Uh, just like you. You have a bunch of books behind you. For those listening, Uh, Fabricio seems to be very well read or has a great background. (laughs) These books are—I
2: have to say—these books are not mine.
0: Oh, it looks looks amazing. It
2: looks great. I mean, this is great for interviews, actually. I, I want to take a picture of this and use this as my Zoom background forever. But this is not my house.
0: Oh, my where are you right now?
2: I, I'm in New York. Uh, I, I made a house swap with someone. So there's the, the guy who read all these books is in my place. And I'm here pretending to be him.
0: Nice. Wow, a house swap. How do you go about doing that? I've never actually heard about that in real application. Well, it was
2: kind of an accident. We were looking for but we wanted to get out of the house and go to a different city and state because now we call it's like who cares? You can be anywhere and you can keep doing the same stuff. So, nothing. <laughs> so, we were like, okay, let's find someone who want to be in New York, I mean, in LA so we can be in New York. And we accidentally, we met this couple and they were like, yeah, we need a, a place like yours. And we were like, okay, we'll check your place. And this place is way better than our place. So I, I talked to them, I was like, are you sure about this? I, I feel that it's not you know, a fair trade. And he was like, I don't care. So now I'm here and I'm here to stay forever. I'm pretending to stay in this house and they never, I'm never gonna leave this place. What point. is
0: the persona of that place? What is your persona in that environment? <laughs> oh no,
2: I mean I here I'm an intellectual, of course. <laughs> you know, in my house, I'm kind of like a Oh, I'm a comedian in my house. Here I'm a writer and a poet or you know, something like that probably. A
1: poet.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think I am an intellectual.
1: Amazing. <laughs> So um besides your house swap, uh how much has like the pandemic uh, affected you um outside of work and just adjusting to, to everything right now?
2: Well, like everyone, uh, it's hard to not do not be doing stand up. It's um it's very sad not being able to go to a club or like, you know, hang out with comedians and write new material and try it on stage. There's a lot of Zoom shows now, but they're not that exciting, to be honest. Um, it's a, it's kind of like a cheap replacement of comedy. So it's like you keep doing it just because it's, it's gonna, it still give you. It's like if you're a crack addict, this is still give you some, <laughs> some of that, uh, but it's not actually crack. So. It's glue, probably. It's like something like that. But I feel that uh, during this period of time, it's, it's been interesting because you learn other stuff and you are connected with other, with everyone in the planet that is suffering the same. So, I mean, it's one thing, but at the same time, I feel that hopefully something good came out of all of this. I'm trying to be optimistic about the future.
1: Hmm. And I know you're not alone, you're with your family and you have a kid. I didn't know what? that.
2: I forget all that. Uh you
1: can edit this out if you don't want people to know.
2: No, no, no.
1: Yeah, some what? people are very well, another family in Chile. There's well, a they range does, of either they Instagram English, page. So they will never
2: know. Uh, oh no, 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 don't say it in Spanish. Don't say it in Spanish, please. Hey. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I'm here with both of them. And yeah, my, I think my child's outside right now. I think he's like in the park or something. But yeah, in general, like I, yeah, if we travel together. We, especially with the COVID is you don't want to get sick and be far from your family. I think that's uh, something really important right now because you don't want to die alone. Even like probably you're going to die alone because that's the way COVID kills people. But in a way you want to be with the same group if you get sick.
0: So this pivots us to an interesting place. Uh, so you do a lot of political comedy and I'm sure during this time you've been absorbing a lot of information. What made you make that transition?
2: Well I always oh, I was always interested in I mean politics and society and you know uh, and, and I, I think you have to try to speak about things you care because if you care is funnier and people connect with that because they can feel that you this is something that matters for you. So I always try to talk about things that I I really I'm passionate about. And yeah, since I was a kid politics was really important because I I I in Chile we we have like a recent uh um, dictatorship. So it was a, it was a topic that was coming just now because it was like the first years of democracy there. So I grew up in a family that was very politicized. And then when I moved to different countries and I, I moved from, to Mexico first and then I moved up here, I always try to understand, you know, I'm not, I'm not always like hundred percent sure about what's going on, but I know the facts or try to get the facts right to have my own take and try to make it funny and Hopefully, someone connect with that. Actually, we, that I just we,
0: gave finger, <laughs> we gave finger guns because the name of the show is called "Just the Facts." And just the
2: facts. <laughs> okay. Great! Isn't it, it's like it's like in in the movies when you're waiting for someone to say the title of the movie. This that is just.
0: was the moment and we just for those who are listening ashley and i were giving finger guns as fabrizio gave his like deep statement on knowing the information we're just
1: like "Eh." we're gonna start a drinking game where every time somebody says facts everybody's gonna take a shot
2: i love that i love that especially because in 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 florida people don't like facts that much they're kind of against them yeah
1: fake facts (laughs) So when was that moment where you made that transition into um, like, uh, I guess, doing comedy about your personal life and then mixing that with politics and the things that you see, not just in Chile, but I feel like you do that with all news, like from all over the world.
2: Well, I, I, I think for everyone, and I don't know how long you, you girls been doing stand up but like at some point you do it so much that you start... Your, your truth start pouring out. You, you mm. Maybe when you start you're trying to like, okay, create some kind of persona on stage. But mm. then if you keep doing it, at some point, you're going to break that persona and your real one is going to show up. So I think that happened to me. At some point I was like, why am I trying to make Joseph of things that, I don't, I don't care that much, but they're out there, you know? Like, I don't know, every comic had a, a joke about like sex or something like, and I was like, okay, I should try to write something like that. And then it's like, but it's not what I care that much. So mm. when you keep doing it at some point, you find not 100% because I think that took even more time, but you find your voice and that helped. Like That was what happened to me at some point. I was like, I really care about these things. Why am I trying to not be that person or try to like be that person sometimes and try to be another person sometimes? So at some point I was like, you know what? I really want to be this kind of comic. I think I can do it because once again, I care. And uh, I just I just want to get out just the facts. You know, girls, I'm just trying to get just the facts.
0: Oh my God. We're going to be wasted by the end of the episode um, with our invisible shots. That's improv. We have improvised shots. Which is
2: also improv stand-up. Um,
0: so you start out in Chile and you start out really young. What was that like starting... I know your brother was in entertainment and that you were kind of there too what was that experience like I mean it's very different from us starting in our 20s no it's
2: it's it's a it was kind of an accident what happened is when I was growing up in Chile well Chile is really small so there was not a lot of like places to write or to uh, do anything actually at the time because it's like such small media uh, I mean this the oldest are really small so at some point um, my brother and I were writing I was writing my blog at the time you You know, like, um, I can't remember. What's the name of this? uh, Blocks, Blockspot? Blockspot, maybe? Um, And then my brother was, um, he was writing some pieces for the newspaper. And one time my brother was like, hey, check this blog And I was, I was like 13. I didn't care. I didn't want to like do anything. I, I I didn't have a plan. It's not like I was like trying to get a job or anything. So when they would call me back and say like, Hey, do you want to write here a couple of things, you know, like funny stories or whatever. I was like, okay, but just for fun. And um, then kind of organically becomes more and more of of a job. But in my mind was like, ah, this is what I'm doing. Just for fun, right? Right now, and then at some point I'll do something else. Um, but n- now it's too late, and I was too late. I can't do it. I can't be a doctor. I can't be a lawyer. This is what I do, and uh, it was fun to start that way because it's like it's less important. I think one problem is like, especially now, it's like careers are so demanding. And you have to be successful, and you have to share it online. It's like so much work that you' not enjoying it. I enjoy the ride because I was not thinking that it was a ride or anything. Um, so that was that was fun about being so young and naive and start working.
1: <laughs> I mean, if anything, it could be like Kim Kardashian, where later in your career you can decide. To become a doctor. I've been, I've been thinking her. a
2: lot about her as an example. <laughs> uh, so maybe, maybe, why not?
0: I mean, have you popped open those books? We don't, what are they all about? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> These books are all about Kim Kardashian School of Economics. <laughs> this row is Mariah Carey. Different, uh, other people writing her, about her. But I want to know about that book. I would love to know about that book.
0: Oh, so it was a very interesting book, but I listened to it on audiobook, which was even better because she would sing parts of the chapters and she would say like, darling, and do all these little accents. She's a lot funnier than I thought she would be, is what I'm going to say. She had a lot of little nuance. Yeah, and it was interesting because... So I'm 26 and I remember her from like emancipation of Mimi and EM equals MC squared. And like, I do remember always being my baby and some of the older stuff, but touch my body was really when she became a legend for me when I was at that age because I think you can only have like a couple of CDs. Like I ripped her CD from someone else's, yeah. and I had "Emancipation, Mimi," so I knew all of those songs. But I didn't know much. So she talks about different meltdowns she had and different things that happened. Meanwhile, I'm parallel Wikipedia and Googling and trying to look at all the videos to oh, piece that's together. Cool. That was a of fun. So it was cool. It was actually a lot more interesting than I thought it would be.
2: Absolutely i love yeah. audiobooks
0: oh i love audiobooks i'm listening to obama's now and it's the most inspirational thing he's the best uh, stand-up comedian yeah <laughs> he really is The the uh
2: well uh that year it was uh <laughs> he did that a lot
1: he's like uh <laughs> takes like minutes one page uh, <laughs>
0: Well, it's interesting. I read Michelle's book and now I'm reading his book and they both talk about when he decided to run for president and she did not want him to. So I heard her take and now I'm hearing his take and he just sounds so guilty because he like kind of just, it just kind of happened. And she was like, I don't want you to do it, but you've already made your decision basically. So, yeah.
2: I mean, and she was, she was right. It's, it's too much job
0: i feel bad i'm like i can't even imagine what that's like i mean i don't
2: know yeah those people are heroes i mean they went through so much and still now they have to like just keep getting the punches you know it's too much
0: yeah but politics is like
2: that yeah
0: yeah that's that's how it is and all over the world i mean it gets uh shady all over the place but uh Politics and then comedy is different everywhere. So something that um, I wanted to ask was what is, what are your observations now that you've done comedy in different parts of the United States um, and now doing comedy in South America, how is it different? And what are the different differences in style that you found that you adjust? Well, I don't think,
2: I mean, I'm not sure I, I, I really been in that many places of the US. I. I've been in a couple, I mean, I've been in like Miami, I've been in LA, I've been in, in New York, I've been in like a couple of small towns in the middle, but I haven't been like really touring as I wanted to be, you know, just it's like going to really like hardcore America to understand what's going on over there. But at the same time, my experience here and there is mostly like in Latin America, you have more of a quick jokes, you know, people like more puns and they like more, um, games with words and uh they they the they, they, they want to go back like super quick to the punchline and here it's different because maybe that's the way it was uh, it was built it was it's not like the, the jokes are more hidden in the structure of the story so that's very different and of course there's many different comedians and many different kind of comedy but i i love the idea that here you can you can explore a topic a little bit more and take your your time and people wait with you uh, not always but like most of the time people just just stick with you during the setup um and i think that's probably like the main difference to come across my mind
1: that's interesting you say that because me and, and Anna were talking about it earlier, how even within the the media of Spanish and I mean, comedy in Spanish, there's all these like nuances and, and jokes that only specific countries are going to go over and in like it's going to go over somebody else's head. And Anna brought up um, in your special how you talk about how fast Chileans talk. And <laughs> I remember you doing this joke in Miami when I first met you. And uh, I remember half of the crowd was with you and you're like, okay, well, I lost half. I'm going to focus on this side.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that well, place I... was also also not the best place to do any kind of comedy. I don't know if <laughs> you were talking about that place. It was like- yeah.
0: No, that's, that's where we all three met um, in, in person and we won't <laughs> go into it.
2: <laughs> it was, a, yeah, it was a weird place. I mean, it's still fun. I had a lot of fun. It was comedy experience. Yeah, and I, and I'm I'm glad it did it, but yeah, sometimes you're like, this is the joke or is this the room? <laughs> so you have yes. to try more than once because sometimes it's like, ah, eh, maybe this is just like not the place for this. Yeah. Um And and well, that night was weird. I remember like, there was a woman in the front row screaming, or I remember there was a couple things going on, and the, and I was really like they put me really late,
0: so mm.
2: I remember like, like the, you you see like the fun. People leaving. You were like, oh, no, no, the group that probably will have fun is gone. Um, but still, once again, fun, fun experience.
1: Well, to, to piggy off of that, um, you definitely knew how to handle the audience that you were left with, and you definitely did this thing where you kept doing this callback with specific audience members, um, from where like you would just give them the country and they became their little islands, and and at the end the way that you would wrap it all up. I think that you, regardless of the the audience you definitely knew that you were the one steering this boat it doesn't matter who the fuck was on it as long as you were still going forward I enjoyed it I enjoyed like whenever I see moments like that with comics it's it shows how how uh, prepared you really are and and how you definitely know how to get out
2: of any situation? Well, I think it's because I've been doing this for so many years that I've been exposed to like so many kind of, I mean, on all these countries to like different audiences, different venues, different, that at some point you kind of like figure it out. It's not as enjoyable as a show when everyone is in their place and like things are working perfectly, but Mm -hmm. still you learn a lot. You learn more in those situations about yourself and about like, your I mean the like the survival skills of a comic in a way
0: yeah I mean I remember I had so much respect for you because you went up there and the guy before you was being a straight-up creeper and you go up there I don't know if you remember this you're like you put me after a straight-up pedophile <laughs> <laughs> and you just called it and I thought that was awesome because it's going back to what you were talking earlier about just like The stage persona politeness Or just being honest and true with who you are And I think it does make a difference Because I know I have a problem with performing Where I will develop this like news anchor cadence And I feel, I sound very disingenuine But I think that it's a a part of just being true to you And it was one of those It was so honest, but so refreshing in that moment I think that those sorts of things do win over an audience In in my mind,
2: (laughs) I think what happened and he's like i i mean maybe i'm wrong but i feel like everyone is thinking about this i mean someone yes. has to go there and say it because it's like so clear that this guy's saying something awful and misogynistic and like he's it's not working so it's like not even funny and like it's just awkward for everyone so you you have to go there and say i don't want to like trash on this guy because i don't even know him but that's the reason why i take it over to the top and it was like well we should call the cops now, you know, like, but once again, it's, it's just experience. I think for everyone and, and, and every comic that I know, we all know that this thing is so, it's, it's, a, it's take time. You take a long time, you know, it's not, it's not tomorrow you're going to be able to like express yourself because it's a weird place to express yourself. Um, it's very uncomfortable. So to make yourself feel comfortable in that, in that spot, it takes time so Hmm. just keep going and at some point you naturally going to be like oh i can say whatever now because it's like i i know myself enough to to be able to do it on stage amen (laughs) Amen, it take time It's, it's i have to be patient with this because it's uh it's a, it's a long run. For still, I mean, I I I I'm just starting here, so it's like I feel that I'm in the same same. I am in the same position as both of you, you know. Like I'm just in that in that club that night,
1: no, in trying
2: to <laughs> get on stage, and you know, it's like I'm I'm not. I was not like oh, now I'm the headliner. No, I was. It's like okay, let's throw another person on stage, and uh, I'm happy with that because it's, it's once again I can I can show and also i can i can uh, keep building that um experience and, and 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 that kind of attitude on stage
0: so were you before you moved over here um were you doing a lot of bilingual comedy or did that is that something that because you knew you were going to be moving and how how is that because for example i mean i know ashley speaks spanish i speak russian um and there's certain things where it's like translating things over what was that process like for you or have you always spoken english as well no
2: no no yeah. no i start i start speaking english when i move here I, I, when i was in chile i have like a mile i mean very very um basic uh knowledge of English, and then you move here, and it's also like another world because you have to really talk with the nuances, and uh, the accent is can be a problem. So you have to find a way to make it work. And I put a lot of work on that. I, I I put a lot of work on just putting myself out there, doing shows, even like when my when my English was not perfect. And it took me a long time to be able to do crowd work and uh still sometimes i'm like uh i don't know where i'm going because i don't have the you know when crowd work is like it could be like a second that you're you're late and the joke is gone so that's uh that's the hardest part about changing your your language because you have to change your your mindset um but still there are things that travel there's jokes that doesn't you have to just like every material that you put out there you have to try it and try and try and then dissect it and like you know get rid of and like try again and change the order and some things will survive and but naturally some things you'll be like ah oh, okay that joke is not for this country. <laughs> uh, it's all about that. It's all about it's all about that.
1: That's that's interesting you say that because uh, first time I ever did stand up in Spanish I was so nervous because I had a pretty controversial set where I was like calling out a lot of Latinos for being racist. And then I look down the line, I'm like, fuck, I'm the only like person of color going. up." And then I look in the crowd and then I'm like the only person of color. (laughs) And I'm like, wait, am I the black sheep that's going to call everyone out? But I remember going up there and um, Half of the crowd was with me and then half of them were not. Uh, I mean, they understood, but they were like, no, this isn't where you're supposed to do. This. <laughs> like mm. we run the show. It was a lot of Venezuelans. I'll say that it was mostly Venezuelans in the crowd. But yeah, it's just. Magaswellans. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's that, that's the, how they call them now. Are some of them? I mean, not all of them. I knew that there was Venezuela. like. This, yeah. But I, I I yeah it's uh of course it's hard to change your language because it's like hard when you change your language you have to kind of build your personality again in a way mm. because it sounds so different you you know you're like this is this is how it sound in another language what it means like i don't know that i think that's the hardest part but uh, once again it's like i love that you you you're doing stand up in spanish i think more people should do stand up in different languages because it helps for them also to understand like okay uh this is a country that is diverse i have like many people from different places it's cool to have a show in spanish uh here and there and and i and, I, and i'm glad that it's happening more and more
0: yeah this is um it's i was <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to speak i had like uh phlegm in my mouth um so speaking of transitioning comedy into different places you worked on a miniseries for the Chilean version of The Office, La Office. Uh, what was it like? <laughs> I, I know I'm, I'm a gringa. Uh, don't worry, don't worry. What was it like adapting this comedy um, for the Chilean audiences? And what was your role in that and... Kind of talk to us about that process.
2: Well, that's a funny story because just today, a uh, newspaper did a piece about that show because obviously everyone loved The Office, but that that version of The Office was not successful. Was like, and there was a lot of mistakes from the from the guy who was running the TV station at the time. But well, my, my job was really simple. I was I was really young. I was probably seventeen or eighteen. They I knew uh, a guy who's the. They're like was running the show, and he was like, "You want to be part of it?" I was like, "Love that show!" Uh, it was just the first or second season in the U.S., and it was just like the 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 one from the U.K. was the one they got the rights to to adapt. So we we I was in a room with a bunch of writers and we just discussed for many hours of like how is the best way to make this work in Chile and like culturally if Chile is more like more similar to the UK uh, sensibility, you know, darker and like um, colder and the characters were like more realistic in a way uh, or the most charming um, American version that it was just growing to be what it what it ended up to be. But uh, at the time, it was just a lot of, like, talking and conversation. And then I never, I mean, I, I, when I finished the, the script, uh, I have a problem with the director, and we have, like, some discussions, actually about the same problem of, like, the tone. And I was a kid, so I was, like, I, I was working something else. I, I, I was, like, okay, goodbye. And they never paid me. So today oh, I just man. remember that they never paid me. So if they're listening <laughs> to this podcast, I need that money right now.
0: Yeah, get that boy's money so he could be tr- house swapping for even bigger houses. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing. No, no they like never not like not one check.
2: But I did something that I'm not proud of. But I stole the DVD of The Office from their offices
0: Yay. when I was leaving, I this stole the box set. Meta. An extremely, the office. And I office. think is a very,
2: also like it's a very uh, Michael Scott decision. Just, Things you know, <laughs> so I think it was just a perfect cycle. The circle of life was full.
1: Maybe if yes. you sell it on eBay, you'll make the money that they were supposed to give you. So
2: Well, it's too so late probably with streamings. I yeah, think it's I, already I on blew sh- it up I blew it up, but it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't I it was a fun experience, and that's all that matters at the end of the day, you know? It was it was fun just to be part of that team.
0: Yeah, so it's interesting you talking about um, because you were so young when you started out, we talked a little bit about this earlier, but do you have were you burned a lot starting out that young? And then now that because I mean you're still relatively pretty young, like when you did Thank your you. Netflix special, you were 28. Um or at least according to the joke, I don't know. <laughs> but according to the joke, it's true. Were, so
2: yeah, I, I mean, I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm 31 right now.
0: Yeah, so you're still relatively very young. Um, but do you feel like since you started earlier, you see your colleagues and people a little bit older than you differently? Like you see through the smoke and mirrors, or how is that? What is that like? No, I
2: mean, I I once again since I moved here is also new and a new experience and it's like once again trying to understand a, a, a comedy world from another perspective and a very challenging one um and i i love that that's the reason why i moved but at the same time it's like yeah i see my friends in chile you know for buying them houses and like i'm also like I mean, I'm married, I have my, my child and I have a, 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 all that is is working really well. But at the same time, it's like if I know if I've just stayed in Chile, I will have a very more, I mean, a very a easier life in a way. My life is really easy also. Like it's not, I mean, not, I'm not suffering, but uh, I'm not struggling with anything. But at the same time, yeah, it's, it's a my career is starting over again. And it's like just put yourself out there and going to clubs and like rah, rah, and doing all that work. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't see it's kind of weird because my position is like, I have a lot of experience, but at the same time I'm new. So I kind mm. of try to balance both, but I feel I try to put myself in the mindset that I'm just a new comics with the knowledge, of course, but my, I entered to this world, News. So I went to all the open mics. I do every kind of shows. I, when they say like, there's a show in a, uh, in a shitty venue in Miami, I'm like, I'm in. Uh, (laughs) So I tried to do everything because that's the only way to build that back because I know that that was the way I did it there. You know, just doing every kind of shows everywhere all the time.
0: Yeah. It's interesting because you hear a lot of these stories I mean, even in my parents, my we came here when I was three, so they had had their adult lives and then moved over here, but um, they had to start over. And it really is true for any industry. And it really goes to show that just I feel like it's so humbling as immigrants, too, because my parents like my dad was a pilot in Russia, start over doing you know, doing a shitty job here. And it's, you're, it's amazing that you've been able to continue doing comedy, but it is interesting, that humbling experience of like, I'm a new person again. And I think that's such a cool perspective for you to have.
2: And for everyone, I think, uh hopefully, I mean, I mean I'm not, it's not the, 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 so, no, I, I don't think everyone should do this, but like at some point, I feel like you, have to always try in a different way to find new experiences in what you're doing and uh, new venues and new ways to do it. And uh, I don't know, I find, I find it exciting to just start again. And at the same time, it's kind of like starting again with like uh, a lot of knowledge about how it works. So it's, it's also not as distressing as the first time.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I could could say that for uh, just moving in different parts of the U S too. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, when I went to New York, it was very much that going back to open mics and, you know, you're not getting as booked as many shows as possible. So you're just trying to network and meet as many people as you can. And like you said, it is humbling to to go into an experience like that and then to do well or to be even recognized or anything. It's it's like, oh, I'm not just funny here. I'm funny here, too. And then when well, you do it and yeah,
2: it's that's something amazing is like when you. I mean, I have shows of, I don't know, big venues in Chile. I can do like a an arena, you know, like we-, we Thousands do,
1: of people, people. We, we can do big shows
2: over there, <laughs> uh, but still it's always more motivating going to like even a small venue here that is challenging and is new and is like in another language and we use to have success. Even with it, one joke, you're like, wow, yeah, I, I'm, I'm good at this.
1: So I actually read somewhere it said uh first thing you'll do once isolation is over is abandon your family and join a cult. Um, <laughs> what does your ideal cult look like?
2: Oh wow. Like what well,
1: does the leader look like? What do they well, wear? They
2: deal cult it's like I'm the leader.
1: Oh you're the- <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're going to start a cult okay. Yeah
2: I mean, That's the best position in a cult Is being the leader of the cult No It's like <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to be You one really of
0: the are best. a stand-up comedian Yeah <laughs> <laughs> That is because only a stand-up comedian would say, I need to be the one who's leading it. Like I'm the one on stage telling everyone else what, what suicide I mean, act to do. <laughs> absolutely.
2: You have to be the one who's like, yeah, 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 kill you guys. Kill yourself, guys. I'll be here waiting. And, you know, I, I think that's the best position in a cult for sure. And I, and I think I will be... Uh, very considerate with the people that follow my cult. I try, I will try to be, I mean, I, I don't want like abuse or being a, a jerk with them. I just want to be nice. And the, if they join my cult, welcome. And we're going to have some fun.
0: I'm <laughs> I have here. a lot of books. We can Sign read. me up.
2: <laughs> welcome. Welcome.
0: Thank you. Yeah, you have two people signing up to, right now.
2: <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot in this economy
0: yeah oh, exactly well that's actually a good transition we like to wrap up our show with a speed round of questions in regards to uh just random things that we think of on the spot uh it's like our little 10 question round so let's go for it yeah let's go for it um ashley do you want to get us started let's do it okay first question
1: um what is your guilty pleasure
2: my guilty pleasure. Oh, I don't feel guilty about any of my pleasures, I have to say.
1: Or at least the, the public would consider something guilty, but maybe you don't.
2: No, I, I mean, just like um, maybe like Cheyenne or romantic music from the 90s. Cheyenne.
1: Okay. You know, like
2: maybe those, but I don't feel that I should be ashamed of that. I should be proud of that.
0: <laughs> you own it. You own yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Diane is great. So Yeah, he's amazing. I need to check it out. Check
2: <laughs> he's a beautiful man. Oh. Just, just Google him. And he's like okay. a beautiful creature of yes. God.
0: <laughs> amazing. All, all like uh, idols that I see that at, from anywhere in like South America, I feel like the, celeb- the level of celebrity is just always so much higher than it is in the United because States.
2: Because it's been like a celebrity in like a war zone. You know, it's no, like there, it's,
0: they're so much more glamorous, though. Too, like it's like.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I we, we really are into cults, to be honest.
0: <laughs> okay, so um, we were talking a lot about books earlier. Um, are you a reader? And if so, as what's the last book you read?
2: I consider myself a good reader. I'm not as good as I will as good as I will love to be. Um, the last book I'm reading. I downloaded this book two nights ago is the Woody Allen out of biography mm. that everyone was like, uh, and I was yeah. like, you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to read it. I I was a huge I was a huge fan of Woody Allen when I was a kid, yeah, because he was a comic. He was a making movies. You know, I didn't know about that stuff.
0: He was but, very hardworking.
2: But he was yeah, he was like a a guy who was living in New York making movies and being funny. So it was like oh that's the life I want. You know, I didn't know the other part. Um, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> what can we elaborate on that other the part?
2: the other part? You know the other part <laughs> I don't want to talk about. Um. <laughs> um but there's another part. And uh, I, I, I was like, you know what? I, I, I didn't want to read the book because of that other part. And uh, I was like, you know what? I I'm just going to read it. <laughs> you know, I just, I'm just going to read it.
1: Have, was, have they gotten to the part yet in the book or? Okay. The no, other no,
2: no. <laughs> I mean, I'm still in like, when he's a kid and he's like a, He's um he's surrounded by other kids, but of his own age. It was normal,
1: you know. but it was, of his it was own age. But,
2: uh, that, you know it was like.
1: Were there any he, red? He was also from minor. His childhood that might lead to believe why he was. I mean, he he
2: talks a lot about, I mean, this is not, there's no connection between this and anything, you know, and I'm not a psychotherapist or anything, but.
1: No, clearly you're a psychologist. Look at those
0: books. I mean, yeah, look at those books.
2: (laughs) They're fake. They're, they're, they're BHS. They're just a bunch of, there's a whole collection. They're
0: unreturned rentals. (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's, it's a blockbuster. I mean, a blockbuster. Um, (laughs) Last
0: one around. (laughs)
2: what Oh no! he talked about like how when he was a kid he was he was just obsessed with girls um he
1: couldn't get girls
2: i you know he was like a, he was like i i was just I've, you know, it was, since i was a very um he was seven or something he was like obsessed with like girls and dating like dating girls you know he was he was part of his world from an early age i'm not saying that that's leading to something but I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't want to talk about that's it. I, I don't, don't want to talk
2: about the other part. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's what I'm reading right now. I've been i will I mean, be honest. I yeah, I, I, no. I did it like just two the facts. Ago. Just, <laughs> that's the reason why I did it because it was like, you know what? Let's get just the facts
0: just the facts we're gonna have you back on as like a it's gonna be like the view where they have like the rotating hosts that's like this please week. Uh, let me
2: be whoopi walberg
0: <laughs> we'll get you the pink light your pink books yes. actually no what am i saying for all the people listening the books were always pink <laughs>
2: oh yeah yeah
0: <laughs> oh, and the
2: three this, of okay. us we're, we're in the same room and we're living together we we're in a it's cult
0: <laughs> <that need> to. <laughs> um
2: so well i i i just i mean i'm sure we're kind of at the end of this but i just want to know um so you're in florida you're in la how how long have you been in la ashley
1: uh since november 3rd
2: oh wow and so you I
1: during the pandemic I actually took a road trip from new york to um LA and I will say For the whole road trip I was like Donald Trump is gonna win
2: Oh no because you see all the flags.
1: flags But then I realized yeah. oh I'm driving through The poorest part of America No and also like I think this is the thing It's like they
2: they, they are in a cult So they put the flags out there The rest of the you people on, are not yeah, doing that What are you gonna put like a I mean a few people put their Biden, Harris flag But like the rest of the people are like yeah I'm gonna vote for them And then I'm gonna move on with my life Like mm-hmm. a normal person <laughs>
1: Yeah, like yeah. nobody, nobody was excited about voting for Biden. They were excited My, about everything
0: else. And My first parents got a Biden Harris flag that they put outside of their house. They're like, "We're gonna own it."
2: <laughs> love it. I love it. Uh, Anastasia, and you're you're in, you're gonna stay there.
0: I'm in Miami. Um, I, I need to get you on a show. If you once the world is normal, I'd love to have you. I'll be we there. We have we have we have Spanish shows and English shows. At the
2: I'll theaters. be there. I'll be there.
0: Make that happen
2: for sure. Awesome.
0: Um, Ashley, you still have some questions. We still have some questions for you. We're, you're not please, done yet. Please. Shoot. Done yet? Shoot. Oh.
1: Speed wrap, speed round. Okay, we have Anna, eight please. questions left.
0: No, it's, I just asked the book. It's questions. my turn. <laughs> I asked the book.
1: I just okay, got okay, the book. Passing the book. Passing the book. Okay. Um. What was your childhood uh favorite he- superhero? Um.
2: Spider Man. Childhood crush. Yeah, I I think he's the best. I still think he's the best.
0: What's who's your childhood crush?
2: Oh, crush Spider Man.
0: <laughs> um, good, good, good.
2: Um, <laughs> not many but i don't have one in the top of my head that i will say britney spears
1: mm, free britney solid yeah okay um what is your favorite like go-to quote
2: go-to quote
1: mm-hmm
2: um one that my wife always said that it's like i'm good i don't i don't remember how to say it right so that's the joke so yeah. i always say it wrong That is like get the kettle black calling the kettle the kettle calling the,
1: calling the, the pot, kettle pot
2: calling black. the kettle that's that yeah that's yeah. i always go to that and you're always saying it wrong so <laughs> and, and, and i saying like you know in, in, in an incorrect situation you know it's like oh Amazing. always the pot always kind of black and it's like why why So that's part of my my comedy, my my dad comedy.
1: Spanish moment. No, I mean it's funny you say that because growing, my boyfriend is gringo, and uh, I always mess up sayings like that because growing up, I didn't like at home. We didn't have those sayings. I learned (laughs) them from TV. (laughs) Well,
0: I digress. Go, Anna. Go. Okay, um, I just had my thought and then I lost it. Uh, It was oh. Do you want to go back to TV writing at any point? And if you could write for any American TV show, what Ooh. would it be? Uh,
2: yeah, I would love to. Um, and For an American TV show right now? In the air right now? Mm. Or it could
0: be one that exists. Well, I, I guess which one that would be on the air. One that was on the air and existed. Both. You could do two answers. <laughs> okay.
2: I'll say The Office. Just because it's like a great show and fun to write probably. And I will say... One is in the air. Any late night, just to like have that experience of writing for late night. I think that will be fun. Cool.
1: What is your favorite thing you've eaten in America?
2: Favorite thing I've been eating in America. Um, Mm -hmm. Once I went to a place and they were selling fried Oreos with ice cream.
1: So you went to a fair. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I went to a fair I went to a yeah. trash can and I and I ate what, what was in the trash can.
0: Nice. Outside, uh, Where yeah, was, was this was, fair?
2: I don't remember, but uh I don't remember. Maybe it was in Texas. Probably. Mm-hmm. Sounds like yeah. Yeah. My wife she's from Texas, so that will make sense. Um, Mm. Mm. Mm.
0: <laughs> you have two ladies they're like oh tell us the love story <laughs> <Or to me. laughs>
2: it's in my new book oh it's um, in your new book <laughs> no 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 that's not
1: true <laughs> right behind you <laughs> yes
2: yeah, it's, it's like this five five uh yeah i think this one is this one um no i i yeah the story i'm gonna make it short but it's like it's a yeah, long that's my one, question. So. that
0: counts <laughs>
2: yeah Okay, okay. (laughs) No, we met in Mexico. We met in Mexico. I was touring. I was doing a show and a friend of mine connect us. And he was like, you have to meet this girl. And I, I met her briefly before, but like not really. And we hang out for a week and we fall in love. And it was like, oh, let's, let's, let's try to stay together because I was going back to Chile, I was just touring. So it was not like, I, I, and I was like, you know what? I'm staying here in Mexico. And I stay, and then I went back and then she invited me to, for New Year's to go to Texas. No, to Nashville. And we went to Nashville and then we, we stayed together. I, went, I moved to Mexico and then we moved from Mexico to LA. And now we have a little baby called Nino.
0: Oh, Oh, Nino.
1: (laughs) That is Um, adorable. And speaking of Nino, what's your favorite part about being a dad?
2: how he messed my spotify algorithm because i have to put all these songs that just make i mean my, my the last year what was like you know this spotify thing of like the song that you listen most it was like mana from the muppets you know that was like my number one song last year and i love that
0: so being a father um, who is a comedian, I feel like there, it's talked about a lot in comedy, this line, the line of how much can you talk about your kids and your comedy and what is that boundary. Do you Are you a fan of talking about your kid or your child? Um, and well, he, what is the boundary yeah. of that for you?
2: Well, I, he's a year old, so I, during this year, haven't performed that much to have a real, like said about being a parent um so i don't have like a f- i don't have the experience to have that many jokes about being a parent but i think what i talk with my friends is like you tell the truth you know, tell the story but you don't expose them so you for example you change the age of the kid hmm. or you change the name or you know like you you can use the story but like done So like my kid that is called like this say this you go like um I don't know. My child has three years old and school. called Norman. Uh, he said this the other day. And, you know, I, I have a friend who have three, no, two kids. And he created a third one that and using the story of the, the two other kids. Mm. So that's what I learned people do. And maybe that's what I'm going to do. So I think that's the way to go.
0: That's interesting. Um, Ashley, I think, I think you're this last one. <laughs> okay. Question 10. Well,
1: we're going to circle back to the beginning. If you die tomorrow, <laughs> I don't know, why I always laugh when I ask this question. If you die tomorrow, okay. What's one thing you want to leave the world behind with?
2: Oh, no nothing. No, 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 there's nothing I want to nope, nope. I don't know. I'm fine.
1: Good. What sign are you? What's, what sign are you? Um, <laughs> Give me Capricorn I'm, vibes.
2: No, I'm
0: Pisces. Pa- um. Oh, you're a fish. I know I a lot of Pisces. A lot of Pisces. I see it. I see it for you. Uh, so we're going to wrap this up. What is next for you? Where can people find you? And yeah, basically that. Where can people find you? What's next for you? What would you like people to know?
2: Uh... Well, my my, you can find me at Fabrizio Copano in every single social media. Like, I don't think I have a particular one that is different. I think, yeah, they're all like Fabrizio Copano, Instagram, Twitter. And, uh, well, that's, that's all I've been doing because I, there's nothing else going on. So I don't have dates coming really? up.
1: You have a festival. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I
2: have a show in Chile. But that's, yeah, that's kind of far. In the last week of February, we're going to do something over there. Uh,
1: but it's online so everyone could see it
2: You're right and it's free
1: so. <laughs> And also, Fabricio, Fabrizio's
0: new manager Fabrizio <laughs> we, we are a podcast We've had I will say I looked at the data We had a listener in Colombia So wow. we just say that someone in Chile Is not listening to this podcast For some reason Especially now that you're going to be on it They could be listening yep. So where can they find out about that show That you're going to be doing
2: uh, well, we, we, there's a festival in Chile well, it's called festival festival. So if you Google like festival, festival.cl, that is like the Chilean punto sale, uh, you can find more information, but it's just like, a, we're gonna do, uh, we're going to do, six comics and just online for free streamer. This is fun. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Fabrizio, thank, thank you so much, much for being awesome. here. Thanks to so you much for fun. having me.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I hope to see both of you soon.
0: Welcome back, everyone, to Just the Facts. My name is Anastasia. And I'm Ashley. Well, you should know who we are by now. But if you've been, you know, washing the dishes while you've been listening to us or showering, you know, phone speakers, it could get muffled. So, we're always here to be getting comfortable. We want to make sure you feel comfortable with us as well.
1: Yeah. I want you to feel nice and cozy and warm inside when you're listening to us. I hope you guys are in a good place and a good mindset. And I hope you enjoyed listening to this great episode. If you didn't enjoy
0: it, um, don't leave us a review. But if you did, please, please, please. uh, That is how we can grow with this podcast as comedians. Uh, If you could please leave us an Apple review on Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome. Five stars is good, but I won't tell you how to vote because that's not American. Um, (laughs) But if you don't want to vote for us, don't (laughs) vote. Yeah, don't say anything. But um, please, you know, check us out on Just the Facts podcast on Instagram, where we post bonus content, different video clips, and please keep up with us on our respective Instagram pages. But thank you so much and keep on listening. We'll have more Just the Facts coming up your way every Wednesday. See you next week. Bye. Bye.